3: pretty. Feminism wears a throwback jersey, bamboo earrings, and a face beat for the gods. Feminism is the brat Missy Elliott, Lil' Kim, and Angie Martinez on the not-tonight track. Feminism says, as a woman in my arena, you are not my competition. As a woman in my arena, your light doesn't make mine any dimmer. Dear Missy, I did not grow up to be you, but I did grow to be me and be in love with who this woman is. To be a woman playing a man's game and not be apologetic about any of it. If you ask me what representation is important, I will tell you that on days I don't feel pretty, I hear the sweet voice of Missy singing to me, pop that, pop that, jiggle that, fat, and don't stop, get it till your clothes get wet. I will tell you that right now, there are a million black girls just waiting to see someone who looks like them.
2: Right there on FBI Radio 94.5, by ourselves, by Blood Orange. It's midday, which means it's for the record time. Hey, my name's Maya Billick, and as always, I'm joined by Daniel Gordon. Hello. This week, we're doing a very special throwback to Freetown Sound by Blood Orange, the album that made me fall in love with the artist.
4: Which takes its name from Freetown in Sierra Leone, where Hine's father was born, which I feel like is is such a nice, you know, full circle, him to name the album after after the hometown of his dad. Um, this record's like a, a really special one for me. Obviously, I think, maybe not like everyone, but for me, I, I wasn't super sold on Cupid Deluxe a while. I thought like it was a pretty good record and I definitely thought there was the beginnings of a really good artist. I, I feel like Freetown Sound is kind of where Dev really kind of got his legs and started to truly become what I thought he was capable of. I think this sound, this sound of this record is phenomenal. I think that the ideas behind the album is amazing and we're going we're gonna to look to unpack a little bit more of that throughout the show today.
2: Yeah, and I remember when this first came out, I'm pretty sure there wasn't really an album as mainstream that sounded much like this record when it was released.
4: I think he's an interesting artist because he does kind of toe the line between being in the indie world, and then also wanting to gravitate towards being, you know, in the spotlight, being associated with your Solanges, your Sky Ferreras, and those kind of artists. But I think he, for me, he, he does that, you know, with a, such a, a grace about him where he doesn't feel like he, he doesn't feel like he fits or doesn't fit into either of those worlds. He's just, Dev Hines existing and he can kind of do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. And for me, he's, and look, I don't necessarily want to draw the line because I feel like they're a completely different artists and also it's not a massively big comparison, but I think I see him eventually moving into somewhat of like a Kanye role where he becomes almost like a, an overarching producer and he's making and guiding people helping him to make the records that he wants not to say that he's not gonna that he's gonna stop songwriting i just think that he will maybe eventually inevitably go that route to where he's like almost like the director of his albums because i think he does it a few times on freetown sounds where he lets other people take the the spotlight you know whilst being still kind of somewhere in the background i don't know i think it's just an interesting i think he's a very interesting artist and i i i'm like a lot of people interested to see where he goes on post, you know, post um, Negro Swan and post all the other stuff that he's doing.
2: Mm. If you're listening for the first time, hey, give us a little heads up of where you're coming in from on 0409 945 945. We love to know who's listening and if you have any pointers on Freetown sound or parts that you like, even your favourite song. Um, or any memory about when the album came out that's significant for you. We're going to be unpacking the whole record right up until one o'clock, so don't go anywhere. We're going to be playing the album in full. Next up is Augustine on For The Record here on FBI Radio.
1: The fuck you eat that speak It's not a choice of speech edit should Black is blue and black is a and black is a tank. Black will get you and black is light and black will leave you alone. Black can get you over. Black can set you down. Black can let you move forward.
4: Right there and you're black hearing one, you one of the songs around. of twenty sixteen oh, Best to You. Uh, which features Empress of Before She Broke. So a very, very big moment and definitely one of the most – I would I would say it's one of the most notable moments of her career.
2: So good. Yeah, very, it's very so huge track. Up so the top good. we
4: heard Augustine and then Chance with Smack Bang in the middle of that. You're tuned in to For The Record here on FBI Radio 94.5 where we're unpacking Freetown Sound, the second record from Mr. Dev Hines.
2: A.K.A. Blood Orange. Now, Freetown Sound, uh, Dev has said, isn't so much a massive album about him trying to make a big statement, but instead starting a conversation, engaging an audience that may not necessarily understand the point of view as a person of colour, but starting that conversation and understanding the experience of being a person of colour.
4: Yeah, I think think that's a really interesting take to have on it from his perspective is to Not Maybe you maybe say, like, I don't necessarily want, you know, you to wax lyrical about what I'm saying. I just want to start the conversation and get people talking so we actually discuss these things and these issues that are really big issues, but people maybe shy away from because they're, like, maybe uncomfortable for some people or, or they don't want to talk about that. Or that it's just not something that they are exposed to. And I think it's, yeah. it's such a, it's a good take, especially in the time that he released the record, to be like, we need to be talking about these things. Not necessarily my thoughts on them, but just them as a whole.
2: It's a really significant way of talking about these kinds of things because it's very easy to bring this kind of discussion down to like some white person talking to a person of colour and attributing this single person as a spokesperson for everything and every kind of issue, which isn't the case at all. Mm. And that's exactly, I think, the point that dev is trying to make for example you know this record is as much for people of color as it is for non-people of color to kind of sit back and listen and take the time to hear these issues out and one of these issues in particular is what he says is for people who were told they weren't black enough or they were too black or too queer or not queer in the right kind of way
4: yeah he has always felt like this guiding voice for people who maybe feel like they don't have you know, that platform or or a voice of their own. And I think he's done that throughout his entire career. Maybe this is probably the best example of him doing that on this record. And I think it's, it's so big of him to kind of take on, you know, that responsibility. One of my favorite things about this record is where he's saying he's, and this is a quote from him, he's saying, yeah, I'm fully aware that my life is in danger on a daily basis, but using that strength to rise up and stand tall and be proud of who you are and accept who you are is such a big part of him for this record. And I think that's another really important point to take is him, you know, using that as like a platform to then jump onto bigger things, using that negativity and almost like thriving on it and using it to push you up.
2: essentially that Black Lives Do Matter, and I think that's the basic point that he's trying to make on this album. Freetown Sound that we're going through on For The Record. Let us know what you're thinking about the album on 0409 945 945. We're going to dig into a little more.
4: This one's EVP.
1: the next <laughs> Oh
4: and try it that in order for him to buy that I'm sure she'd have to go to bed with him anyway to give him what he wants for her to get what she wants
0: so in the long run it all ends up the same way
2: Desiree following on from But You and we kicked it off with EVP here on For The Record unpacking Blood Orange's album from 2016, Freetown Sound. Earlier we touched on how Dev looked at this record as like a conversation starter rather than trying to find a solution because I think it's what he thinks is right that sometimes it's too simplistic to be thinking of issues as there needs to be a fix for something mm. immediately and straight away and one of the ways that he conveys that across the record is through the interludes and the samples that gives it this really big old school mixtape feel to it.
4: Yeah he said he set out to have that kind of vibe to it something like a Paul's Boutique by Beastie Boys or like any of you Jay we will say Donuts for example and mm. I think that kind of that, for me, is such an important factor in the makeup of this record because I think without that, it, it would feel a lot more throwback-y 80s, doesn't have crazy amounts of bones to it. But I think in tandem with that, it creates this really nice uh, metric for like how he can move forward with this sound. And that's the other point I think is really, really important, to do with the sound of this album is that mm. it's not just, you know, your run-of-the-mill 80s throwback, which I think a lot of publications were, like, rightfully saying, but I think that's, like, a very base rudimentary, level, you know, scratching the surface because there's so much more to it than that. You know, it takes its cues from R&B, takes from soul.
2: Well, when most of these cultures were really, like, bursting at the seams and yeah. going crazy with so many um especially like in New York like the burst of the hip hop culture and movement i think it's more should be considered as a really nice nod rather than a revival
4: yeah definitely and i think like it's it's almost like he's creating this collage like a patchwork and i think that 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 also kind of then ties back into the point i was trying to make before which is like he's almost like this director like he's he's shooting a scene, mm. you know, for each different song. I, that's that's kind of the the way I like to look at Dev Hines as a, as an artist, as a producer, as a songwriter. I think that he's just this really got this really interesting eye and ear for how to intertwine all these sounds together and make them work. Whereas someone else, you know, it might come come across like this big mess.
2: Yeah, and I think it says a lot to him as an artist and musician that still he can, that he can do that again and still on albums like Negro Swan and make people feel like they are seen and heard and understood and represented and bring and rally this community around that so that when marginalised communities come together, there's a certain sense of strength that comes from being together and being represented.
4: Mm. So, like, it feels relatively lightweight despite talking about all these really kind of painful and heavy themes, which I think is is a smart way to go about it, you know, to not gloss over things but not make it feel like this massive weight is being thrown at you and it, it's uncomfortable to listen to as an album. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like he ties those two things together really, really well.
2: Yeah, and more so that you shouldn't glance across his work as a musician. There's yeah. way more to unpack and go through
4: yeah well I think that's that's and that's another really good point is that i i this to me is like and I said at the beginning I think this is the is the best example of him as an artist um or maybe maybe more so as a musician I think that he's he's so um focused in what he's trying to get across the, with this record and I think that kind of really shows that everything's like this a little bit cleaner a little bit crisper mm. a little bit more clear like there's there's Always the essence of what he was trying to do on like a record like Cupid Deluxe or even in his like Lightspeed Champion days. But this to me is like probably the sound that he'd been trying to make, but not necessarily knew how to for a while.
2: This is FBA Radio going through Freetown Sound by Blood Orange. My name is Maya Billick. I'm joined with Dan Gordon here on For the Record going through the album by Mr. Dev Hines. We've got a little bit more to go through before we wrap up. This one's called Hands Up.
1: you uh-uh. Mm-hmm. The
4: tracks you just heard were Thank You, Up the Top, Hands Up, In the Middle, Hadron, Collider, and then Juicy, One to Four. You're tuned in to For the Record here on FBI Radio 94.5, and we've been unpacking Freetown Sound by Mr. Dev Hines, a.k.a. Blood Orange.
2: We'll see you here at the same time next week, midday on Wednesday, to play in full and chat about all of the different themes across it. Another great record worthy of your attention here on For The Record. Hit us up with a a follow or a subscribe on wherever you grab your podcast from. You can listen to For The Record. Listen back to last week's show, for example, on Sleep D our interview with Julia Jacqueline for, uh, also. You can get the scoop on what we're going to be listening to a few days ahead of time on our Instagram at for the Record fm. Give it up for Maria Dimitrakis on lunch coming up next. Taking You There by Blood Orange is going to be a special track called Better Numb.
4: See you next week.
1: See you. i yeah.